Let him know. If I see him here again, he won't leave alive. You want to go to war? You got a war. You started it, we gonna finish. while so uh yeah lots happened since last podcast i am uh dan destroyer it's episode 64 uh no no chris crew today because uh social distancing i guess that's the best way to put it social distancing and uh actually uh i guess i'll go ahead and bring this up at the top of the show uh we do not have the same usage available to us at Parts Unknown as we used to. So, if uh, you are a local business in the Fostoria area and you have some room to the side somewhere, if you're a restaurant or whatever, and uh, we can plug in and uh, Chris and I can do our thing with the minimum amount of... Uh, other noise, like other people talking and stuff. Uh, get a hold of us. We're kind of looking to take, I wouldn't say the pod on the road, but the pod locally. Um, best thing we can offer you is free advertising. We can give you several spots right in the podcast and uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, I mean, free advertising, free advertising. And if, uh, if you're interested, uh, get a hold of us on uh, our Gmail account is uh, punkoffpodcast at gmail.com. And punkoffpodcast is all one word. Uh, or uh, look us up on, uh, on Facebook. Or uh, even send us a message. You should be able to send us a message through our uh, Facebook page for uh, the Punk Off Podcast. It's there as well. So, uh, I mean, we uh, the days we'd be looking at, I can at least tell you this much for information, is usually we like to try and record on Sunday. Now, I'm not saying we can't work around that, but, yeah, give us a call. We'd be interested in... Doing the podcast again more after, uh, well, after the whole coronavirus thing kind of settles down. We've actually got a couple of uh, episodes kind of planned, and we've had some mention to us that uh, for ideas that we're definitely going to do. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess I'll dispel any rumors. We I'd had a couple people ask about the podcast is done. No, it's it's not done. Uh, everyone just kind of got really busy for a while. So in between band stuff, the podcast kind of got shoved off to the side a little bit. So it had never intended to be this long. Before we did another, and I've been meaning to do some solo ones, but usually it's just trying to get the time. And uh, today I actually had time between I'm waiting around, I, I waiting around on UPS to deliver something, and the fact that you know, you know, stay at home, that whole thing. Although I still had to go to the post office every couple of days, send out some stuff for my for my side gig, making some money. But uh. Yeah, I'm not making a lot, but it's 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 enough to keep help keep the bills paid a little bit. So, um, so today's April first, and I actually let's see, this is the second week for me in for the stay at home. Uh, my job after the the first week of everything really started hitting the fan. <coughs> Decided to go ahead, and uh, most of us are now at home for. Uh, couple weeks, and uh, anyway, I'm getting off topic of whatever I want to do. So last night, uh, with everything else going on, I got some really terrible news. Uh, at least if you're in the skateboarding world and you've been around for a while, uh, Jeff Grosso uh, apparently had a heart attack. It looks like that seems to be the word. It is at least confirmed he he is deceased. Um. It's kind of a huge bummer. Um, I was never really like friends with the dude or hung with him or anything, but he was one of those guys. Like when I first started, I thought he was kind of cool and kooky, and probably kind of a smart ass, but like the fun smart ass older brother kind of guy. And then I know he had some problems battling his own demons there for a while, and he managed to work through that. And he had a son, and I guess that's the my biggest thing that kind of kind of bums me out thinking about it as uh you know there's a, there's a young son now that's without his dad and i mean that's the one thing is jeff was always posting pictures of them out skating or them just doing stuff so i don't know it's it's kind of a bummer once again skateboarding after skate master tay i mean he was like just a huge part of skateboarding, a huge fan of skateboarding, and I feel like Jeff was the somewhat same way, especially with uh, his series Love Letters Skateboarding. If you've not seen them yet on YouTube, go check them out. And even though I didn't always agree with Jeff 100% on a lot of stuff, it was just he's one of those people you want around in skateboarding. So I don't know, man. He's, he's going to be missed. And it's Pure capitalism. Last night, I the curiosity got the best of me. As soon as words started breaking, I got on eBay just to see, and sure enough, all of his decks have risen to at least two hundred fifty dollars to start. Most of them were five hundred, already, and these are even some of the recent reissues were were that expensive already. So. Capitalism, I guess. Uh, so, um, moving on. I mean, well, 
I guess I'll button it up with the he'll, the dude will be missed. He's he was a huge part of skateboarding. He was still kind of an inspiration for me because when he came back stronger, he still wasn't. I mean, he never tried to be anybody but who he was. He never tried to be super technical dude. He was always kind of the style guy. Uh, I mean, he didn't worry about doing kickflips. I mean, all that kind of shit. That's what just, I don't know. Kickflips become a weird thing of skateboarding where you have to do it. But the there's plenty of other dudes out there that style for miles, a good skater. And you still don't see them doing kickflips here and there. I mean, Danforth, another one. Vallely used to do them, but Vallely, I don't hardly ever see him doing them at all anymore. So, just, I don't know, as a weird side note. Uh, with that being said, I've been trying to slowly get back into skateboarding. Uh, I've worried about it because of my health. Just, I've had various things go wrong. The job I'm with aggravates a lot of things, like my back, my leg, but I'm still... Still trying to do something about it. Still trying to get on the board. Uh, once the weather turns a little better here, I'll definitely be trying to go out and getting getting some wood under my feet again and just rolling, just doing some stuff here and there. And uh, probably, probably, you know what? Uh, I hate to admit it, but probably gonna be starting wearing a helmet again. I'm older. Got to worry about them bills being paid. My cranium's cracked open. That's not happening. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll be more scared. Speaking of which, uh, I'm going to promote once again Stupid Fest coming up this year. The Never Was site. Go to the Never Was site. Pick up any merch you can, especially the new book. Um, I've got a small little part in it. I got interviewed by uh, Mr. Brian Zarr, uh, my unofficial skinnier, well, not his fat twin. I was going to say skinnier, but Brian's not like he's not like a beanpole or anything. But uh, yeah, never was crew. All about those guys. I mean, all of them, Jason. Friend, just I could just go through and start naming them all, um, but I won't. Check out the book. Really good dudes in it for the fun of skateboarding, and really that's kind of what's missing to me by and large anymore in skateboarding. It's just the fun part of it. There's seem to be a lot of dudes in it anymore that also just not in it for fun, or they're not seem like they're really having fun. I don't know. It's just me. Uh, along with that, some more reconnected with someone I used to skate with. I know he's been around for years. I just finally kind of ran into him, or rather his shop. I stumbled across the shop, so I'll give him a free plug. Just skateboarding. Toledo slash Perrysburg slash, uh, I don't know what other area that falls in. Reynoldsburg. I don't know. It, it, so... Just skateboarding, go online. He's got an Instagram. And, uh, yeah, that's my phone. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just skateboarding. Check him out. Throw some business Scott's way. He's a really good dude. So, now that I know where he's at, I'm definitely going to try 
throw some more of my skateboarding business his way. Uh, and I picked up a couple things while I was out of the shop just for just to help support the dude. And, you know, I got some stuff, so. Oh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 Sacred Cows. Uh, we are on a compilation. Go to wheelchairfullofoldmen.com. Uh, a compilation called The Strangled. It's a bunch of uh, bands covering songs from the band uh, The Stranglers. And we have a song on there. So I uh, want to thank uh, Food Fortuna for giving us the opportunity to be on it. It was fun. Well, it was fun, but uh, it ended up putting, just because of things that happened with the studio, and maybe we'll talk about all that some other time. There's some things that happened with the studio. The studio wasn't always available to us for a while. And it came, it kind of came down to a crunch time of when it needed to be submitted by. So it was one of the few times we've really had to worry and work under a deadline more than normal for us. And we, we did get a little snippy with one another at one point, but we're all, we're all good. We talked about it and worked it out. It's one thing I love about the guys I'm in a band with is that we're all like enough that, I mean, it's, it's easy to work with them. And even when we, like, I suppose, like, have problems, there's still nowhere near the problems a lot of other bands have, I noticed. I mean, despite the problems we had, there was no point where, where nobody was like, fuck this, we're breaking up, and fuck this shit, I'm tired of it. It still wasn't nowhere near that, anywhere near that bad. So it was just kind of just everyone, everyone's feeling pressure between what they had going on in band life and what they had going on in their personal life. So... And I mean, everybody, all three of us had stuff going on at that time. So it was, it was kind of, but long story short, it was fun. I still, it was fun. It was fun. I love working with those guys. It still sounds really good. I'm happy with it. And yeah, go wheelchair for old men. Even if that's not up, buy something off of there. Off of, we just, we support food. He's, he's an awesome guy. So if you don't know who food is uh, go 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 google food fortuna he's done the easiest way to say is he was in sockeye but he's also done so much more that even i wasn't aware until i started talking to him about how much other stuff he's been involved in. i mean he's, he's involved in a lot of cool stuff so so yeah once again plug check that out um so moving on with current Sacred Cow stuff. Uh, we had originally intended to start hitting the studio before coronavirus hit. And, yeah. So, we're kind of at a standstill right now. Uh, I personally have been working on writing songs, working on some of the music, like just like parts, rhythms for stuff on guitar. Um, I can't speak for the other guys. I don't know for sure. I know I've been we've been talking over Messenger, trying to get things around a little bit. Um, so new albums coming. Um, there's will be some hints of Bigly, but it will be expanded more. Um, it will be more than just an EP. 
Uh, I've got an album's worth of material easily. Um, I, I hate to say we're oh we're growing a bit, but it is some of the material has grown a little bit. We're still gonna have some dumb, dumbass, and fun songs. But uh, I don't know. It'll be there'll be some songs that'll be a little different. Though. Maybe a little bit of thinkers. I try not to hit people blatantly over the head too much with my lyrics. But I do try and get people to think a little bit. And a lot of it is about the current situation we're in now. Like, how did this happen? With just, uh, you know, it seemed like a lot of people weren't taking it serious enough. Uh, that was at least one thing me and a buddy I work with we kind of saw this coming and we're kind of I hate to say I'm a prepper but I do after various things have happened in my life I've become more of a prepared person I guess some of that's also just getting older so we kind of knew this was coming and so I've also started I've already written a bunch of material about happenings and things that have been going on and uh, this has kind of fueled some more Especially with some of the uh, today's prevalent attitudes. Um, I mean, yeah, like right now, we're supposed to be no non-essential people working. And I'm looking out my window at a factory that does not make an essential. They don't make masks. They don't make medical supplies, food, toilet paper, any of that stuff. I, I would like to sit here and actually name what they do and name the company, but I don't want sued. So I'll just say that it's a uh, company owned by Asians of a certain persuasion that are divided into two parts of the continent. And they make things that are involved in house building I guess we'll put we'll put it like that and I don't see right now why they consider themselves an essential I mean they, they're known for safety violations and OSHA's already been over there uh, let's see it's April 1st I think at least twice already this year OSHA's been there because of people that have gotten injured and they have a terrible record of so I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. But I don't see why they're essential, especially since as I'm looking at these people leaving, nobody's wearing any sort of mask, face protection. Uh, I'm sure they're probably stuck closer than six feet apart. And I don't know. It just, it just makes me angry that some of these companies are really just kind of gambling with their employees' lives because they're worried about the bottom dollar. You know, it's, I don't know. Some of this will be covered in song version on the new album, I can tell you that. Um, I've got a temporary title. I th think I'm going to use. I'm not sure yet, so I don't want to say it quite yet until it kind of gets discussed more with the band. Um, I also had a friend approach me and suggest a punk label that's run out of New Jersey that maybe we should sign up with them. And I, I brought it up to the band and we've not really discussed it and that's kind of the point I'm at. I'm like well more distribution and more eyes are kind of good I'm kind of wondering what we would be gaining in the end more from it 
I, I don't know, because it's now a th being on identity theft. We pretty much do what we want, when we want. If there's a problem getting an album out, we don't have to hear from anybody about it. Um, the direction we decide to take is always our own. And we write for us. We don't have to ever worry about, you know... You know, I never worried about writing 50 Pounds of Porn Part 2 or anything, you know, so... I don't know. It's it's not that it's bad. I don't know. Uh, why don't you uh, tell us what you think? Send a punk off podcast at gmail.com. Send me your opinions. Send me, actually, send me your opinions. Send me show ideas. If you're a band or an idea or something you think we need to talk about or talk to, uh, send it there. I mean, we're always we're always open for ideas. So I guess that'll kind of wrap it up. I wanted to do a short one, and it still ended up being longer than I originally intended. So I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, we're not dead yet. Not dead yet. We're we're still we'll still be still planning on putting out some more episodes. Uh, Hopefully everyone can kind of get back on the same page again as far as schedules and everything. And, uh... I guess that's it. If you heard that, that's just my cat that's just yawning. Um... Oh, man. There's been so many band releases I've wanted to talk about locally that I've not even... I'm besides Bladder Smasher, I can't remember who else, and I know there's more. So if you've released, if you're a local band, we've talked to, had on the show or something before, and you've released something, and I forgot to bring it up, I'm sorry. Uh, Bladder Smasher is just the one that comes right off the top of my mind because God, God damn it, I wanted to be in that band if I'd have known about it before. <laughs> and uh, and that's kind of was the sad part is Chris and I had talked about doing a wrestling theme band before. Uh, not so much luchador masks, although I think Chris was planning on wearing one. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe the, that band idea is still in the works, and I have a couple songs written. So, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure I'm missing a ton of stuff. Uh, so, all of, all of our fans who've still been hanging on, listening... Especially, I gotta gotta give a little shout out to, as uh, she has proclaimed, our number one fan, Tina. So thank you, Tina. Hopefully, we'll uh, get to hang out some more after all this is done and over with. And uh, I guess that's the biggest part. For secondly, just all of you stay safe out there. Keep washing your hands. <laughs> Keep the six foot rule in check. I mean, kind of sucks because I want to hang out with all my friends go see a show again but I want everybody alive by the end of 2020 as much as possible I don't want to lose any more friends uh, oh also uh, a shout out to my friend uh, Brian Noll who recently uh, reconnected with me he, uh, actually a, a mutual friend of, of ours Lee she uh, put us back together again and uh it's been good talking to him. It's I've uh, uh, I think I've probably told a few Brian 
stories before on the podcast. Brian was, uh, I'm getting long-winded again, but I might as well go ahead and go into this. Brian was the first skateboarder, actual real skateboarder I hung out with at my school because he was also the only other skateboarder at my school. So we had a mutual friend that is like, oh, you skateboard? You ought to, I need to introduce you to this dude. And yeah, and that was Brian. Brian, when I met him, had a Bonity Caballero, the the winding dragon one, and it had that black tar stuff in the middle. And it was, I thought it was a cool deck though at the time. It was better than what I had, so. But uh, Brian and I ended up skating for a year, first couple of years together. And uh, we, we had some adventures. So a lot of a lot of my stories, at least almost 50% of my skate stories involve Brian, which is weird because he's not really the person I hung out with the longest in skateboarding. But we did have a lot of really early adventures and stuff going on. So, but yeah, teenagers, I guess. So, but uh, yeah, so a little shout out to Brian Noel. It's uh, been good talking to him again. And, uh, yeah, so I guess uh, to wrap this up, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, before I wrap it up, once again, touching back to the beginning, if you're local to Fostoria, have a business, you know, a restaurant with a side room, that would be awesome, or just any sort of business so with a back room if we could set up in and... You know, we could have you come on talk about the business in a segment, and you know, just promote it. And as long as, as long as we got power, and it's you know at least somewhat quiet, so then the mics aren't picking up a bunch of noise. And that's really about all we require. Chairs would be nice, but you know, that's not even that's not an absolute. So, uh, yeah. So with that, in the words of. Tommy Guerrero re-quoting another cartoon. Yabble dabble. Yeah.